Welcome to The Bot Signal. My name is RJ Redden. Entrepreneurs hire me to set fire to marketing methods that no longer work because most can't get found online to save their lives. So I create messages that connect, build relationships, and close deals. Bottom line, torch what isn't working for you and join the messenger marketing revolution. Hey there, if you are just getting started with Messenger Bots, this episode is for you. Today, we're going to talk about the first sequence that you need to write. Now, if you listened to yesterday's episode at all, then I talked a little bit about the welcome sequence. And indeed, the welcome sequence is vastly important. The welcome sequence, if you think about it, that being your the front door and the lobby, you want to make that look and feel as comfortable and as welcoming as humanly possible so that people will be interested in whatever sequence you're going to write next. So just a word to the wise, and I know you're wise because you're listening, a word to the wise on the welcome sequence It needs to be engaging. It needs to be welcoming. It needs to set expectations as to what people can and cannot do in a bot. It needs to introduce itself as a chat bot so people don't think they're talking to a human. And it needs to outline, you know, how, what you can do in the bot. Now, after the welcome sequence is good and written and flows well, and if you don't know if it flows well, test it out on a couple of people who will be objective and tell you, um, <clears throat> then you need to think about what that first sequence is going to be. And so let's talk about that for a second. There are all kinds of templates out there. I sell templates myself. Um, A lot of people don't want to start from scratch, and that is super, super duper cool, okay? Uh, But when people are saying this sequence is going to make you a million dollars, I need you to look at that with a little bit of a side eye, all right? Because no one knows your audience as much as you do, especially if you are working with a new product, especially if you are working with a product that has a lot of specialized knowledge, the less those cookie cutter, you know, this will make you a million dollar sequences are going to cut it. The, The truth is that nobody knows your audience like you do. And that no one knows you and your brand like you do. If you're a solopreneur like I am, I know my brand inside and out. I know my people. And therefore, I can write something that is really directed at what they want and need right now. So writing your first sequence. Writing your first sequence, there are times that you can take some content that people have really loved in the past you can turn that into a sequence. And that is really great stuff because then you don't have to start from scratch. You don't have to think, okay, day one, what needs to happen right now? Uh, that Because that's a hard place to start from, right? A blank canvas is always hard to start from. The, the trick is if you are going to take content that you've created for another platform, maybe you have a blog post that's really popular. Maybe you've got a PDF that people are just dying to have and a whole bunch of people have signed up for. Maybe you've got some of these things hanging out. Make certain that those, those 
things that you're transforming into a uh, onto a black bot. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, onto a bot platform. You wouldn't think that was so hard to say, but it was just now. Transfer these things onto a black bot platform. Don't do that thing where you're just taking something that you've written before and you're copying it into a bot and you're hoping that that will draw people to you. When you originally dreamed up that piece of content, you made it fit the platform that, that it was standing on. And I'm here to tell you it's worth your time to make it fit the platform that it's standing on. You don't want to deliver long paragraphs of text. We've been over this. If that wall of text that you're currently writing in a bot can be seen from space, then uh, no one will ever read it. Know this. Um, so what you want to do is you want to, and if you have to bust out the post-it notes again, totally fine, everybody. Grab that stack of post-it notes and and write you know, contain each message, each text bubble inside one post-it note. Do this. Make it fit the platform. I'll give you an example. Recently, and uh, as of the podcast, or as of the Alexa Flash Briefing release, this will be on Thursday, a friend of mine, uh, Jenny Harkle Road, she's going to be on the Black Belt Bots show on Thursday because she's releasing her book on Thursday. And what I did for her, because she's a client of mine as well, I, I took an excerpt from the book that she's releasing on Thursday, and I turned it into a messenger bot run where you can go to her Facebook page, you can click send message, and you can start reading an excerpt of her book. I did not, I repeat, I did not copy what she had there and paste it into a super long Facebook message. I did not take a PDF of what she had there and just deliver the PDF. I made it a messenger bot experience. And what I mean by that is that I took the sentences that she had written. I changed nothing about the writing of it other than you do need to make that into smaller, smaller bits that people can read, right? Nobody wants to read that wall of text. So I cut it to one to two sentences per text bubble. I gave it a proper delay so that people could properly read uh, what was happening there. I also made it so that every two to three text boxes, I had a place where you could kind of page forward. So we're all used to reading books and stuff, and and a lot of read a lot of us, including me, read books digitally. That's perfect, awesome stuff. Um, but we're kind of used to some sort of a page turning effect and that page turning effect, it's psychological, but it also kind of works on people's minds a little bit. Like I want to know more, so I'm going to press this button, but I didn't want to put a lot of text on the button. What I ended up doing was I put emojis on the button. I won't spoil the story for you because hopefully you're going to go read it yourself. Uh, but what I had on those little, those little buttons, and in many chat, they're quick reply buttons, was just uh, a little bit of the, the emotions of how the story was going. So the story starts out, sunny skies, everything is super great. I used a couple of emojis on the button. Uh, one that was one of, the, one of those, uh, I, I think it was a, a, you know, a smiley face and a, a little, little sun there. Great stuff. As the story progresses, 
the emojis that people are are pressing to quote unquote turn the page, those also progress with the story. Now, that detail, there's some people that will never get that. But that's okay. Not everybody's going to get every nuance that you put in these things, but that's an example of being super thoughtful as to what you're putting on the platform. What do people want to read in Messenger? What are they used to reading in Messenger? Emojis, my friend. Small text bubbles, one to two sentences. Plenty of delay so people can read things. These are all things that I know when you put them into a Messenger bot, it creates a pleasant messenger experience. We're not just seeking to give them the value. We are seeking to, we're definitely seeking to give them value, value first, right? But secondly, give them a pleasant messenger experience. Do this. I promise you will get more people engaged in your messenger bot. I also went online and uh, supplemented the story with a few photos. The excerpt doesn't last uh, super long, it's not huge or anything, but uh, added a few photos to kind of spice it up, to sort of give people a visual of what was happening at that time in the story. This is super easy to do. There's a lot of free stock imagery out there. I won't waste your time, uh, you know, saying all those links right now. But I want to, I want to let you know that spicing things up with images, spicing things up with gifts, giving emojis in there. This is the way that you transfer something you might have written five years ago on a blog that still applies and people still get value from. That's the way to transfer that blog into something that is messenger friendly and provides a pleasant messenger experience. So the answer to this question, out of all that, my friends, what's the first sequence that you need to write? A lot of times people feel that getting started, getting started is, you know, it's a kind of a huge thing. It's a big thing. Don't underestimate the time and energy or money you're going to spend on getting started and writing that first sequence. But once you've decided to do it, it's easiest sometimes to pick a piece of content that you just know people love, still applies to your business, and that people are getting value of, and transfer that into your first messenger sequence. Later on, you can say, oh, this is a mini course, or oh, this is a challenge, or, you know, you can say all of, you can name it later. Name it later. But just take that piece of content for now, transfer it into a messenger-friendly experience, and you will start to get what you're looking for in Messenger. Now, just a couple of rules of thumb before we go. One, keep it between five to seven days. Don't make it longer than that unless you've got, you know, the 30-day challenge out there. Those are fine too, um, but and most challenges, I'd say the grand majority of challenges and mini courses and pieces of content for that first sequence are between five and seven days because at the end of that five to seven days, you're going to want to make some kind of call to action. Call to action being get on my calendar, come take a look at this class, uh, come attend this webinar, information session, uh, masterclass, whatever you want to call it. There's going to be an invite to something and you want to catch people three, five or seven days is really the sweet spot. That's when you want to catch people. That's when you've kind of they've kind of gotten to know you enough to make a decision that they want to go further with you. And that's absolutely what you want.
So that about wraps it up for today, my friends. Stay tuned for the next one. Thanks for listening today. You can find full episodes of The Bot Signal on your favorite podcast player. And if you have the Anchor app, stop in, ask me a question, leave me a voice message, and I'll include it on my next show. If you're completely new to bots and you don't know what's going on there, visit me at checkoutmybot.com. Start a conversation with me. Take my free mini course. It's all available. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you in a bot.